Episode 29, but nothing. Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of intimacy. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. And Tony DiLorenzo. And tonight we're going to be talking about true making true apologies, not qualifying them. And uh, <laughs> we're laughing. What a great topic for what tonight. What a great topic. Because um, did we come to the mics a little uh, pissed off at each other? <laughs> well, this has been kind of an interesting 24 hours. We usually talk about what's happened in our week and, and we will get to that. But in the last 24 hours, we have recorded a podcast that in the 57th minute literally disappeared off of Tony's computer. Yep. Just I got to call my buddy Jaded Dave. Just gone. Poof. We were he recording. he told us how we could back that up. Oh, that'll yep. be a good thing to learn in the future. I got to call Mr. Dave. So that was last night. Um, tonight. And then we messed. <laughs> so the podcast was uh, seriously two minutes from Tony being was, done. Tony two was minutes getting from being done. You yeah. guys know how we close our show. Tony was getting ready to say, love you guys. And instead he said, oh no. I said, oh crap. And, and I looked at him. I'm like, wow, you've never, you've never said that on one of our podcasts before. Not kind of sort of an offhanded way. And, and he's like, it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. Well, when you say it's gone, honey, what, what exactly are you talking about? You know, this is our conversation after, you know, 57 minutes of podcasting last because night. Because we use audacity and audacity was gone. It was just gone, gone. off his computer. So we, we had a great podcast last night. Um, which we'll recreate tonight. Which we're going to recreate for you guys. Because we already have tension just coming into this one. So Which that, is what we had last night too. That was last night and we spent... Um, we could have just re-recorded last night and said we spent another hour and a half trying to recover the podcast. Right. And so at midnight, we finally say, you know what? We think it's gone. It's, it's gone. It's gone. So we're going to bed. And so tonight I had a meeting that I thought I was going to be home an hour earlier for and that didn't happen. And so I literally walked in the door seven minutes ago, and maybe 10. And um, we're Tony, up on the mics. we're up on the mics. Tony is frustrated with me because I am late. And we knew that I knew we had to podcast and just schedules didn't work out the way they were supposed to tonight. No. So this whole topic about apologies and not qualifying them is even more timely 24 hours later. Um, recording this podcast yep. but we actually did have some good stuff happen this happen week. this week so we'll, we'll backtrack to that and then we'll you know fast forward to the uh to the topic at hand yep yeah so i uh, i got a new piece of jewelry this week yep for uh for those of you who haven't been on our facebook fan page go on over there and check it out um after 15 years mm-hmm Elisa got herself a new engagement ring. Yes. Because her other one was outdated and old and pretty out of date. It was great at the time I got it. We were young. Yeah. No, I'm not saying it was bad. I'm no, just saying you, you, just, you'd been wanting. I had been wanting to upgrade. Upgrade. And, and uh, we, we, did, we did a little bit between what you wanted and what I wanted. Because you were looking more at these anniversary. I was looking, yeah, I was looking more at the anniversary bands. Um, and we went into this <laughs> one jewelry store kind of on a whim. 
a week and a half ago. Right. We we were on date night and we had a <laughs> It was a great date night for me. <laughs> fantastic meal. And we were by our local mall and there's an Apple store there. And I've been wanting to get an iMac because in all honesty, PCs are just horrible to run a lot of the new media. So mm-hmm. the videos that we do and I'm working on some other videos on another project and the podcasting. It just, they're cumbersome. They're a pain in the butt. So I've been looking at a new iMac and I'm like, Hey, Elise, let's go check out, let's go check out the Apple store. I want to show you the new iMac I'm looking at. And lo and behold, this jewelry store, when we're rolling in has a 50 to 70% sale and they're going out of business. And Elise is like, Oh, look, let's stop let's in there. Let's go check first. by the jewelry store. <laughs> and, like I promise we'll get to the Mac store. Right. And we weren't really looking. We talked about and discussed about getting a new ring mm-hmm. in the future, but it wasn't really our intention to buy one. And so we got in there and we just started looking and our sales guy was really cool. I mean, he was really laid back and we started talking about some things and he was very informative showing us some different rings, different settings and, you know, worked through a couple of different price options. ranges. Price <laughs> ranges. Yeah. I mean, when the dude rolls up and it's like, Hey, with the discount, that's $10,000, $3,700. Like, Get out of here, $3,700, brother. Get like, she here. hasn't been married to me that long. You know what? <laughs> She's Louise. So it was very nice because if you've seen it on the Facebook fan page, you see that I did get my anniversary ring, but they were able to uh, actually set my original diamond Yes. in the ring, which was something that I didn't, we hadn't really talked about. And I realized as we were kind of going through the shopping process, that was something that was very important to Tony. And when Eddie our sales guy actually mentioned it, it, you know, Mm -hmm. it made a lot of sense. And I'm, you know, as I look at it, I'm very glad to have been able to retain the original diamond. Yeah. um, As part of my new setting. And so we'll just keep the old engagement ring and because they're only going to offer us 50 bucks for it. So we said, you know what? We'll keep that. That's like an heirloom that maybe, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, of course, Abby already wants it. So, you know, (laughs) right. I'll be able to take any piece of jewelry she can get her hands uh, on. Yeah, she's a little jewelry girl. So that was this past week and what, what else, else happened? happened? Um, we've been dealing with some fun stuff with Tweedledee and Tweedledum. <laughs> That's a very nice way of talking about our kids. Um, sometimes I feel like I'm in Alice in Wonderland <laughs> with them. those two. Yeah, this has been a this has been a trying week with those two. Um, gosh, we just. We're kind of all up and down and all over the place with them. Yeah. And, um, Yesterday was by far the uh, the explosion mm. of all explosions for us. Mm-hmm. Just but we also, uh, we had a couple of, um, we had a phone call this week. Somebody called in on the listener feedback line, the 858-876-5663 line. And we're going to get to that in just a minute. But before we do that, we actually had um, a friend of ours come over mm-hmm. and uh, Tony was taking a dent out of his car. Um, for those of you that don't know, Tony is also the dent dude in San Diego and that's uh, the dent dude.com. Check out his work. He's very good. Um, <laughs> that's what I do for full time business. Yeah. And so this friend of ours guy that we've known, gosh, six, seven years, six. Yeah. Somewhere in the, that area. Since we moved here to San Diego, we've known him almost. Yeah. You know, he's up on our website, gets our marriage minute Mondays, which you can also sign up for mm-hmm. on the website and uh, <laughs> sitting there and, you know, we're telling him about the book. 
Oh, we actually, yeah, we showed him the book because the book is here. Yeah. And so that was very so exciting. So if you haven't got your book, please get your book, order your book. <laughs> you can do that at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Click on the book cover and it'll take you right to our it'll page. It'll take you right there. Tony's made it so easy for you guys to I be have. able to, uh, to be able to do this. And, um, but so Rich was over. And you know, he's sitting there and we're talking about the book and we're talking about podcasting and we're talking about, you know, this and that. And he looks like us, you know, I was listening to your marriage minute Monday today. The one where you, you sit there and you spend 60 seconds talking about stopping and smelling the roses. How's that working out for you? And it was really kind of an interesting comment. Um, and I so appreciate him saying that Mm -hmm. because you guys know that we do not have a perfect marriage. Uh, we're pretty. We don't? <laughs> I know. It's shocking. Shocking. No, we don't have a perfect marriage. Tonight I, would be a perfect example of that. Um, and there are times, I mean, you know, we all know that we should slow down. We should get rid of the extra obligations in our lives and put the attention back in our marriages. And sometimes we don't do that. And sometimes we are able to manage all of the different things that we have in our lives and still make our marriage a priority. Right. And so when Rich brought this up, it was really a good way to talk through what's going on in our lives. And are we doing a good job of keeping everything in proper priority or in proper, um, not the word importance. Right. And, or are we not? And, you know, as a result of that conversation, you know, Rich was here about a week ago. Um, I realized that one of my volunteer, um, positions that I was doing was, while it wasn't taking up a tremendous amount of time, it was always kind of, my heart wasn't into it anymore. And it was just one of those things where I needed to make a decision that, you know what, that's an obligation that I need Mm -hmm. to step away from at this point in time. It's, we have a chapter in the book, it's called enough already. And part of what that chapter talks about is saying no. You know, the fact that there are times when it's okay to quit. (laughs) If if you've already said yes, it is okay down the road to change your mind if it starts to become something that isn't working. Mm -hmm. And, And sometimes it's very healthy to say, you know what, I need to pull back from this. And, you know, it's something where, since we had that conversation, Tony and I had that conversation with Rich, we are, we've actually got a, you know, if you heard our interview with Jason and Kelly Krafsky, um, who wrote the book, Facebook and Your Marriage, we have an about us date tomorrow morning. Tony and yeah. I are, you know, we, it's kind of a state of the marriage date, uh, where we're just going to sit down and say, you know what, how are things going? Yeah. And what we've, We've fallen away from doing that recently as the dent dude started taking off again and we just have gotten busy and summer has hit and we just haven't, uh, have done that. And so, you know, we've been really good about keeping our date nights. Mm -hmm. We've been good about doing sort of the at home date, at least another one or two times when the kids are asleep, you know, we'll make sure to spend some time together there. Um, Oh, I thought it was, it must be something outside. I'm hearing like a woo. I think it's somebody's playing outside. Oh. It was just kind of a weird sound that I'm not used to hearing. And <laughs> sorry about that. That's just a little aside. Because we are in the studio, we, yeah, in AKA our, the garage. Non soundproof yeah. garage studio. 
So we've we've done that. Um, but both of us, we, we realize that we're sort of more and more morning people. When it comes to the evening, we like to just sort of piddle around and do our stuff. Um, chill. I mean, if we're, if we're on a date, it's not like it's, you know, time for right. those big serious conversations. And yeah. so tomorrow it, we're going to, we, we, you know, blocked off some time about an hour. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go into work a little bit later and you're going to, um, drop off the kids to vacation Bible school. And we're going to just take an hour before you got to jam out too, and just really sit down and talk about what's, what's happening in our lives and where we want to go and what we need to prune and what's, what's important right now. And I would encourage those of you, you know, if you're sensing uh, that things aren't quite where you'd like them to be, right? schedule a date with your spouse. Don't spring the topic on them. <laughs> you know, when you're scheduling the date, say, you know what, this is what I want to talk about. Right. Just the same with us. We've, we've already mentioned what needs to be Discussed. addressed. And so we're both going in with eyes wide open. Right. No blindsiding your spouse. That's right. unfair. And we, yeah. you guys know that's not something we advocate, but you know, set a topic that I, we need to talk about our outside obligations. We need to talk about the budget. We need to talk about whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Set we up do. a date. You know what that you're going to be talking about and come with ears wide open and, and an open heart. Yeah. You know, don't, go into this about us date planning to ambush your spouse right. <laughs> unfair not allowed you know it's a time for you guys to not necessarily get on the same page but to figure out what you both are going yeah a- and figure out how you're getting there together mm-hmm. um so that's it's important it, it's definitely important and you know, many of us are running around and, and I'm one who will raise my hand first and foremost and I'm and I'm trying to get my hand around how much time on the computer and these electronic devices are necessary. What does it what benefit does it bring me and what detriment does it bring to me? And so I think many of us are I'm gonna say almost addicted to this social media to the attention that we, we get off of the computer. Mm-hmm. And the problem with that, and Elise and I are, are dealing with this now, and that's why we're sitting down tomorrow and talking because there has been some, some conversation and some jabs back and forth about the time that is being spent um, in front of the computer. And so we're, we're going to work on trying to set up some boundaries Um, one thing we've done and I've done diligently the last couple of months is my Blackberry stays home on date nights. Mm -hmm. It does not come out with me. It stays home. Um, and I would recommend all of you to do that as well. When you do go out on date nights or you do, um, a time together because it is a distraction and our, our spouses aren't stupid. I mean, we may think they are at times, but they're not stupid. And when that little chime goes off or, oh, let me just check this. They realize we're checking out mm-hmm. and we're not giving them the attention that they so deserve. So just as an aside, we do keep one cell phone with us for emergencies yeah, with yeah. the kids, but yeah, that's I mine. Mean, um, keep the cheap. I mean, Elisa just has a <laughs> cheapy piece of junk. That <laughs> it works. It works. It's an actually a good phone because I think it works better than most phones because even mine just drives me nuts when it's trying to make a call. But for those of you that do have Gosh. kids, you know, in case you're wondering, we do, yeah, we do take a, 
Mm-hmm. We do take the emergency phone with us, but it only gets answered if it's the sitter. Yep. All other calls, I just put those straight to voicemail. Right. Um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of what's going on with us. The one phone call that we did get last week, um, we had talked about life insurance right. and its importance in your life and for the ones that you leave behind when you die. Right. And it was great. We had John Michaels call in, um, who's actually an insurance agent, like, uh, yeah. one of our listeners and an insurance agent. And he had um, some great things to say. So I'm Tony. Hey guys, this is John Michael. I'm from Denver. I've been listening to your program for a few months. Just wanted to leave a shout out to you guys. I appreciate what you guys are doing. Uh, listen to your recent podcast about life insurance and the importance of it. And I work in the industry. I've been doing it for about five years. And um, I guess a couple things that I observed is there's probably, and, and this might sound a little confrontational. I hope it's not because I really actually like you guys. Um, but my experience has been there's probably really no one-size-fits-all solution for everybody when it comes to life insurance. Sometimes term insurance is good. Sometimes it isn't. Sometimes annuities are good. Sometimes they're not. Um, but I would say just an advice to anybody that listens to this is talk with your financial planner um, and do what's, do what's right because sometimes the term insurance may not work if you're, you know, 55 years old and and the insurance costs are, you know, three or four hundred dollars a month in some cases, depending on your health. Um, but sometimes an annuity is a better option at that age. You know, it just depends on where you are in life. Like I said, um, you know, I've had the death in my family recently, and I've experienced all the uh, the sadness associated with that when when you can't qualify for life insurance because you have cancer, and uh, that happened to my father. Um, and fortunately, they were able to get something. Um, through his work, um, but uh, but yeah, it's I, I couldn't agree with you guys more on the message. Get as much life insurance as you possibly can, make in case something terrible happens. My wife and I are discussing this now, or will be discussing this, uh, making sure we get more coverage for myself and for her. So anyway, uh, enjoy your uh, enjoy your podcast, and we'll talk to you later. Bye, John. Thanks so much for calling in, and uh, we definitely don't take it as any type of confrontation. Um, None at all. Actually, we're we're very thankful that you did call in and clarify some stuff from an agent's point of view. I mean, Elise and I give give you and everybody else who listens our point of view and what we have gone through to hopefully educate you guys, inspire you you guys, and motivate you guys to make your marriages extraordinary. And you know, when Elise and I first got our insurance policies it was a 300,000 for her 500 for me and with the death of my cousin's husband and moved to California moved to California and stuff we just we just realized we were we were under insured in this area and uh, our our agent Bruce Hoffbauer fantastic guy was able to you know up our life insurance for a reasonable price so mm-hmm. it, for us it was worth it but you bring up great points that us as you know 30 somethings we're not thinking about it we're not thinking about a 55 year old person Mm -hmm. out there who you know doesn't have the greatest health but still needs it so i'm thankful that you brought you called us and and brought this up for our listeners and it's good to hear that you and your wife are going to be having some uh some more conversations on this to make sure that you guys 
are covered are you know adequately covered Um, because it's definitely one of those things where regardless of what type of policy you have it's much better for your family not to have surprises after your dad to have talked through the scenarios Mm -hmm. with your financial planner with your insurance agent um, prior so that you have the peace of mind of knowing you know what you can look at your family every day and say if something happened tomorrow you guys are taken care of whatever type of policy that means for you and so thank you again for calling in Um, for any of you listening you know anytime that we say something that strikes a chord whether you agree with us or you disagree with us give us a call it's a 24-hour um caller feedback line you can call it anytime it's that 858-876-5663 number and let us know right you know we want to hear from you we are going to play what you say um on the air because if you're thinking it you're probably not alone we know we've got listeners coast to coast and around the world and um you know you are a voice in the in this one community and so we really appreciate you Um, Mm -hmm. speaking up i i agree and you know if you have topics that are Mm -hmm. that come to mind that we're not covering please bring them up um we we love hearing from you guys and knowing or learning what's going on through your mind what's happening in your marriage let's discuss it here let's bring it out let's open it up as as many of you know i mean it's it's not just us. It's you, the one community that interacts with each other and we learn from each other. Mm-hmm. Elisa and I are not stagnant. We're not all knowing. Some of the greatest stuff we get is from reading blogs, listening to other podcasts and seeing how you guys answer some of the questions of the week on Facebook or on Twitter. Um, it's just, we just have a medium that we enjoy talking mm-hmm. and sharing and we love it that you guys join us. So way appreciated um so, what else is what else is going on our okay. book our book is here our book it's sitting in our garage boxes yes. Yes. of our books are sitting in our garage yep and i want to just bring this bring this up because starting in august mm-hmm. we have decided that we are going to do a small group online podcast of strip down 13 keys unlocking intimacy in your marriage so we hope that you guys pick it up get it so that you're reading it, answering the questions, making marks in your books as Elisa and I go over it in a small group study. We hope that we can get some email feedback and your, your listener feedback. And we're going to, we're going to treat it just like a small group, just like the small group we led this past spring at our church. And even though you're not going to be right here with us calling in and talking because we never know when we're really going to podcast and what time, um, we're going to really just go through it and what what our thoughts are and where this came from. And we would love to have you guys join us. Mm-hmm. And that's a, another great opportunity where you can call in or email us um, your thoughts on the individual chapters as we're going through them so that we can and how, how they're impacting. That. Yeah. And how it's impacting your marriage. Um, so we are hearing from those of you that have already ordered your books and received them that you love the formats or that he said, she said um, that you're seeing practical ways to implement what you're reading in the book already into your marriages. And, you know, I I have to give credit to Tony. He has made this so accessible in so many different formats on our website alone. You've got, you can order the hard copy 
mm-hmm. the, the soft cover book from us. We've recorded the audio book. We've actually read the book. To you. To you. Uh, unabridged. Unabridged. So you can order the audio book. We have an ebook available mm-hmm. um, through Smashwords. Smashwords and Scribe, S-C-R-I-B-D.com. Either of those you can get. Well, you can get the ebook through Scribe on Smashwords. There are a number of different formats. Right. So electronic. Yeah, all the different electronic formats. Um, So those are all out there. Um, So however you want to read and or listen to Strip Down, I'm sure Tony's figured out how to get it to you. So no excuses and stay towards stay to the end of the podcast and we'll give you a, uh, a 15% off code. Ooh! So you got to stick with us. No fast forwarding when you listen to this. It's like little end. teasers. We're like playing around a little bit here. Oh, getting creative on me. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Like teasers when you want to have like some physical intimacy. Oh, that's when you uh, start sending me those. Yeah, it's like a little, little teaser. It's like, hey, baby, what's happening? Hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All okay, right. Okay, so tonight's... That's good? I think that pretty much catches everybody up to what's been going on. Yep. The uh, podcast still going? Sure is. We're, okay, we're running. We're <laughs> running good. So far, so good. Um, so this week's topic, mm-hmm. but nothing. True apologies, not qualifying what you say to your spouse to your children, to those people that you're involved in relationships with, you know, we, uh, how many times have you said, I'm sorry, but <laughs> Lots. Y- you did this, or if only you had done this, I wouldn't have had to X, Y, Z. This topic actually came out of a sermon we heard this week at church. Uh, Pastor Jeanette was doing a sermon on anger and mm-hmm. as she was talking about this, one of her points was really talking about the fact that when we qualify our apologies, we minimize them. We minimize the other person to whom we're apologizing because suddenly we might be apologizing, but it's all their fault. Mm-hmm. You know, honey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I was late, but, you know, uh, whatever. Right. Uh, that puts the blame on somebody else. It means that we are not taking responsibility for our own actions. We are not taking responsibility for our own emotions. You know, and I, I see this, you know, a lot of times with my children, um, Mm -hmm. where I will say, I'm so sorry that mommy got mad, but if you had just listened to me the first six times that I told you something, cause you know, come on, we have kids. Sometimes you have to repeat yourselves. And, um, I know with my son, when he's going through a growth spurt, his ears, I don't know. It's some kind of physiological thing. It seems like his ears turn off and he just, you know, grows two inches. Um, but I'm the grown up. (laughs) I'm 36 years old. I ought to be able to express myself in a way that does not require me to put blame on my child. Right. You know, does not require me to say, well, it's all your fault that mommy got mad. And we do the same thing with our spouses. We might Mm -hmm. not verbalize it the same way we do with our kids. It might be a little more um, subversive. It might be like, well, if you had only, you know, if you had taken out the garbage, then, you know, we wouldn't have had this mess, you know, because the cats got into it. Or if you had done, you know, if you had done this, then I wouldn't have had to do that. You know, you get, you kind of get those little jabs in. Right. And we're putting the blame on somebody else. 
I'm sorry. I could have gotten my, I could have gotten my work done if only you had shown up on time, you know? And so I could have been done. (laughs) I could have been done podcasting right now. If only I had shown up on time, but yeah. And that is my fault. And I, I, I was running late and things did not go. No, I'm just, I'm using it as an example, hon. It's a live example. Right. It's the one that happened tonight. So I'm apologizing to you on air and I'm not saying that it was your fault and that you're, you know, this was all my fault. I was late and I told you I'd be home earlier and I wasn't. And, um, you know, we kind of get those jabs in and those jabs start to erode our relationships. You know, when you start to say, I'm sorry, it's not a sentence that has a comma in it. I'm sorry is a sentence that has a period. I'm sorry, period. You stick a comma in there and you might as well not even say, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You might as well just say, you know what? It's all your fault. I'm acting like this. It's all your fault. I said those things. Yeah. There's no personal accountability when you put the butt in there. The butt or the however, or, you know, choose your word. Mm-hmm. It's a weapon, you know, and other people, <laughs> are not responsible for our actions. Our spouses are not responsible for our actions. We are, in theory, adults. And and I can't blame Tony for how I'm acting or reacting. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough, especially this week for us with, and yesterday for me with the, the way the kids were acting and, you know, Pastor Jeanette's, message hit home for me because she was talking a lot about anger and that's one of my 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 vices and and the way I like to control is is through anger and you know it really was a a slap in the face for me to to be in there and to just realize how you know I use my anger and then I use the apology with the but to justify my anger and in actuality, my kids are looking at me like I'm some freak and they don't see me as a loving dad. And when I'm acting like that, I'm not really being very Christ-like. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that the message really hit me over the head. It was a very powerful message right? uh, for both of us because the anger is a big issue. We both wrestle with it. Because we want to control everything. I, I like things the way I like them. I, I you like it a mess, but I like behavior certainly. I, I can live in a mess. My mother, I'm sure, when we were dating, told you that I was not the neatest person. No, you saw my. No. You saw my. If you no. didn't talk to my mother, you should have seen my room at the sorority house. I don't remember this. You've <laughs> conveniently put it out of your mind. I have never been a neat person. If my mother's listening to this, she's probably laughing hysterically. I know my dad is. Um, never been neat. I'm organized in my business, but stuff around the house just doesn't bother me. I understand. However, (laughs) my kids' rooms, I like those to be organized. Right. No, and that's that's the thing. And I like certain behavior with my children. Mm -hmm. And when I don't get it, there's a book out there called, you know, She's Gonna Blow, and it's all about, you know, dealing with this anger. And that's what I feel like. I feel like if I have to repeat myself six times, I'm at my boiling point. And we had an instant uh, incident like this Sunday morning. So we listened well, to this. I, I'm done. I'm done like repeating myself six no, times. No, I'm, I'm anyway, done. So if they don't listen the first time, then there's just consequences. Um, 
but Sunday morning. So we listen to the sermon Saturday night, Sunday morning. The kids are having a massive blow up over the Legos because there was a contest and very convoluted in that Alex was going to help Abby enter the contest because she was the right age. And Abby now decides that she doesn't want to enter this contest. And so Alex is devastated. Yeah. He's put all of this work. He made this incredible model of this diving board Dude, and the stadium and the snack stand. And it was, it was great. And then Abby said she didn't want to. And instead of giving her time to like cool off and process, he just decided he was going to smash the Legos. <laughs> so Legos are flying. He's oh, man. virtually hysterical. And I was like, Ooh, okay, what do I do? What do I do? And I actually, I held him. Like I got down on his face and I was holding his shoulders and I was not screaming, which is a behavior that I would typically do in mm-hmm. that situation. Like, will you just pull yourself together? And I just, I was like, Alex, you've got, we've got to pull this together. This is Legos. Yeah. She's four and she changes her mind a lot. And I know you worked hard on this and I know you would love to enter the contest if you were six and not six, seven. Right. Um, and so it was this very much like, okay. Okay, I'm like rolling on the floor in a loving way with my seven-year-old trying to get him to just pull it all together. And, you know, in that moment, I realize how often do I look like the raving maniac? I just don't throw the tantrum the way the seven-year-old does. Right. And I looked at him and I'm like, okay, I've, I've created this through my own actions, through the way I explode in anger at times mm-hmm. because I won't necessarily direct it at Tony. Like if he does something that makes me mad, I have a much different reaction to him. I will tend to get more quiet with you. If I'm mad at you, mm-hmm. it's more sort of like that passive aggressive. Well, I'll just be quiet and I'll stew on it. But with the kids, it's just like ha, volcano, watch out, hot lava coming through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, this sermon Saturday night about anger and about how you apologize to people, it... Well, we need to read Bo's Cafe again. We do. Because that was a book about anger. Well, it wasn't a book about anger. It's about living in God's grace. And that's not Through anger. one man's story about anger. Uh, the anger was a huge component of that story. Yes. That's true. It, it absolutely was. Yeah. And I think that's why it resonated so deeply if you haven't picked up this book, it's called Bo's Cafe. You can go through the uh, the Amazon yes. link on our... Please do. Yeah, whenever you are... Um, Elisa brings up something great, and we know many of you have done this before, but if you go to our our website and you go through the resources, if you go through that, that that's an affiliate link. And whenever you purchase something through there, we get a small percentage. And that is, you know, that is so helpful. Mm-hmm. to keeping one extraordinary marriage up and going. You know, it's not, it's not like we're making a mortgage payment off it, but you know what? <laughs> it's something that pays for keeping, keeping the website going, keeping, keeping yeah, the, keeping hosting. the hosting, keeping all that sort of stuff going. And so we truly appreciate that. You can also donate if you so choose to uh, donate and I'll throw something out there. If you, if you donate $50 or more, we'll throw in a free book stripped down so be a be a partner with us show that um you like what we're doing and want to keep us keep us on the air and mm-hmm. keep it all going so that would be awesome 
going back to yes okay Sorry. thanks um so the anger issue and the apologies i mean we you and abby got into it yesterday and you went to go apologize to her yeah. and i could hear yeah i heard that honey i'm sorry but and i'm yelling from the other room don't qualify it just zip it zip it and uh alex is looking at me he's like mom what's qualify it mean <laughs> and it was really a very good opportunity to have the lesson with him at age seven that you know when he was little and i told him to apologize i didn't ask him to give an explanation why he was apologizing you know what did what does your mom teach you when you're little if somebody does you know if you do something to somebody what do you go say you go say i'm sorry right you don't say i'm sorry but you took that truck away from me and that's why i smacked you in the head (laughs) that's not what we teach our three-year-olds to say right we don't so why do we think at age 30 it's okay to say i'm sorry I used really harsh words on you, but you, you know, you were late with that report or you were, you didn't clean up your room or we don't have, we don't have the right to treat people like that. We don't have the right to minimize who they are because of how we are perceiving the situation. Right. And and that's a way that we can make a very big choice in our marriage. Are we going to build up our marriage and feed life into it? Or are we going to be constantly eroding our marriage by making everything about the other person, by constantly putting the blame for all of our actions and reactions on our spouse and taking no responsibility ourselves? Mm-hmm. How are you going to choose to have your marriage? You know, Tony's mentioned it. We've talked about it a little bit in this podcast. We have not been having the best week in terms of connecting with one another. Is that all Tony's fault? No. I hope not. <laughs> I was taking responsibility there. I, no, no. I, I'm, not <laughs> I'm just saying, I hope, I hope not. No, I, I, I bear responsibility for that and i'm not even i mean last night it was actually kind of amazing when we lost the podcast because that could have been a really ugly situation (laughs) yeah but we've had enough computer fiascos over the last nine uh, ten months right but it was really i was telling the women that i was meeting with tonight it was really actually kind of kind of amazing i mean we spent an hour and a half together trying to figure out how to make that work and never once was I, what do you mean you, you know, it wasn't like you lost it. I didn't come right out and say, oh, what are you doing? You do yeah. all that technology stuff. No, you, we, we did. You do? We, and we it really wasn't, came together and worked on that together. And that's what your marriage should be. You should be able to say, I'm sorry, and just leave it at the period. Mm-hmm. You should be able to be, your goal is to be one, to be on the same team working together, working towards common goals in your marriage, building up, putting life into your marriage. Right. You know, and so you need to think about this. You need to think about what am I doing daily? Am I breathing life into this relationship? Or am I through my apologies and my anger tearing it down? 
And you might not even realize it. I mean, there have definitely been times when. And I think the big thing is we just got to come before God and just get on our knees and say, God, take it, take it away. I mean, we, we just, I, I need you. And in our world and in our life, we're taught from such a young age that we're just here to do it on our own. We're mm-hmm. going to just make it happen. And at the end of service on Saturday night, Pastor Jeanette, she she did a stage call. And she even said, she's like, you know, I wasn't planning on doing this. Altar call. <laughs> Altar call. <laughs> we have a stage at our church. We're in a, our no, church used not, to be a theater. No, no, she wasn't saying, hey, come up and accept Well, that's Christ. true. That's true. So it was more like a stage call. It was just saying, hey, come up. Hold on, Lisa needs a piece of paper Sorry. there. Come up. And if you need to bow and pray and give up what is bothering you, what is eating at you to to God, just come on up. You know, if you need some attention, talk to one of our pastors here. And, you know, I was one of the first ones up there. Um, if you haven't listened to episode number 22, I uh, talk about... Your what? No, just keep reading. Oh. Episode. episode 22, we talk about are you comfortable sharing your emotions? Mm-hmm. And in that episode, uh, my buddy again, uh, Jaded Dave over there, brought it up and I was listening to it again. I, you know, I just talked about some of these. Uh, are you able to, uh, I was talking about me, am I able to show those emotions, be able to cry in front of Elisa, be able to even just raise my hands at church and just just be there for Christ. And when Pastor Jeanette had that stage call, I think I was probably one of the first ones up there. I mean, I, I just I just felt the Holy Spirit going, Tony, you need to get your butt over here. And, uh, you know, I dropped to my knees and as I, as I was there kneeling before God, I mean, tears flowed down my eyes of, uh, of hurt and of, you know, pain for what I've done to my kids. Uh, the anger that I've exuded over the last couple of weeks, it's poisonous. And I just was, it was crying out to the Lord, just going, take it away. Show me what I need to do. Show me where I need to be and what needs to change in my life. And I, I believe at that moment there that uh, God gave me some clear definition of what needed to happen. And obviously that is going to be what Elisa and I talk about a little bit tomorrow. I mean, it was just even getting up some of those nerves and the gumption just to go, Elise, these are some issues that I'm really struggling with right now and we need to talk. So we need to make time together. And, you know, sometimes we got to let those emotions out too to let God in. Mm -hmm. It's it's one of those analogies I've used a lot of times over the years with, with folks that are struggling with tithing or realizing if God is making an impact on their lives and I want you to look at your hand and I want you to make it a, into a fist and look at your hand and look at it as a fist. Can you grab anything and can anything be put into that hand of yours? And I hope you're saying no, because nothing can get into your hand, nor can you grab anything. So now open up your hand and as you open up your hand, and you look at it. Well, we have the ability now to pick things up and put things down. But at the same time as our hand is laid open, God can take things from us 
and we can give it to him and he also can bring things and give things to us. So it's one of those analogies I've used many, many times over the years and and it really got me thinking, man, I have been just clutching my hands, Mm -hmm. you know, clutching my hands, trying to do it my way. So I... I, uh, I I ask you to look at look at yourself, and what are your hands doing? Not just your hands. What's your heart doing? Yeah. yeah. Well, if your hands are closed, your heart's closed. Yeah. If your hands open. Your heart's open. So yeah. That's true. You know, but really think about it. You know, maybe your issue is an anger. Right. May, maybe there's something else that's um, that's causing you know unrest. Mm-hmm that sense of disconnect in your marriage, you know, you need to sit down and, and have those conversations with your spouse because yep. chances are they're feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> they're aware of it. And sometimes our spouses see us more clearly than we do. Um, and you know, if you guys are sitting down and having one of those about us dates or whatever you want to call it, state of the marriage, business meeting you know <laughs> it's not a business meeting i mean i what's the state of the yeah state of the marriage state of the marriage um yeah again make it happen you know it's important any business or you know the craftskies talk about this in their book any business any organization any type of group of people doing something together they tend to have some kind of regular scheduled meetings just to assess how things are going and what the game plan is to keep going forward. That's right. People don't necessarily associate their marriage with that same kind of plan, but it's one of the things they said in their book that really hit home with me. That you know what? We need to check we need to have a checkup. Right. Once in a while. Because it's not enough to just be going through the motions. You need to say, you know what, but nothing. This is my marriage relationship. No qualifiers. No excuses. It's a period. Mm -hmm. This is us. How are we going to keep that relationship going and going strong? And if we're not strong right now, what do we need to do today? Right. To change that and make it better. To get back to where we want to be or to get back to where we were or to go someplace we haven't been before because where we've been has not been the greatest. Mm -hmm. You know, some of you, are are listening to this and you're like, whoa, we've got a lot to, (laughs) yeah. For some of you, this is really going to hit home for others. Maybe you haven't experienced this yet. And you know, when you do, I hope that you will take the time to sit down with your spouse in a non-confrontational way and say, okay, you know what? We need to work through this because this isn't, you know, this feels a little weird. We haven't Mm -hmm. been here before. Um, I I promise you it it won't be, (laughs) It won't necessarily be comfortable. This is not one of those conversations that you're like, woohoo, we're having the times are difficult talk. Um, But if you have the talk, a talk, conversations, things will get better. And and I want to interject here. If it's, if you're at a spot where it's just really difficult, I, I would, I would ask you to, to um, reach out to a counselor, to a pastor, to someone that can almost be a little a, a mediator in between, so that it that person can help, just sort of 
open up the airwaves because Elisa and I have been at points in our lives where we have been at an impasse, you know, and we needed somebody there to just sort of almost, uh, just to help us navigate. Yeah. Just helped us navigate through what we were trying to, what we were, where we were trying to go. And sometimes when I get really frustrated and I talk too fast, my brain moves faster than my mouth and I can't speak and I get all jumbled and jarbled and Elisa can't understand me. And, and that's just the way I am. And so we, we've gone that route. And so don't, don't sit back and do nothing just because you're probably going, oh, we got so much. What are we going to Don't do it. Don't. It, it just... The resentment, the anger, the frustration just continues to build up until one day it's boom and it's over. And you haven't even given it a shot. So take this week and make it happen. Yeah? Absolutely. All right. So you've stayed with us this long. (laughs) And I hope you're going to join us for the Strip Down podcast small group. It's going to be a great way to uh, to really dig into the six fears of intimacy. Six air, six types of intimacy. Six types of intimacy. So. Yeah, it's not fear of spheres. Oh, spheres. Oh, I thought you were saying fears. I'm no, like, spheres. spheres. What? Um, we'll have a. We'll be. We'll re- really dig into each one of those. We're going to do our podcast <laughs> just like we do. We're going to just set them up the same way. First 20, 30 minutes is what what's going on. The Second 20 to 30 minutes is probably going to be more like 30 minutes for each key because we got a lot to talk about. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about each key. Mm-hmm. And so here and it is. We're not reading the book. We're not reading the book. You can, you can order that off the website. Any format you like. Any format you like. So you can get the autograph soft cover. You can get the audio book or you can get an ebook. And the discount code you are going to put in drum roll, please. The shopping cart is MMM15. And those are three capital M's, MMM. So Marriage Minute Monday, 15. And that will give you 15% off everything that you put into your cart. So pick up a book for you, audio book for your husband, or wife. Or wife. Yes, either or. Either or. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Either or. And uh, pick up an ebook for a friend. How's that? There you go. Make it Christmas in July. Make it Christmas in July. And we're going to keep telling you guys about it. And we're going to launch that in August. We haven't figured out the exact date, but we will let you know. Thanks, you guys. You've helped us. Uh, you've helped us work through some stuff ourselves tonight. Tonight. Yep. Um, you are a blessing in our lives. Kind of like our therapy group. Totally. Um, so I appreciate that. We will definitely not be going to bed with, uh, the same tension that we got on the mics with, nope. you know, 45 minutes ago. So we thank you guys for that gift back to us. Um, it's one of the things that makes you so special is that if there is something going on in our marriage and we do get on the mics, um, you help us talk through it. Yep. And that is, that is a blessing that you are to us. So we appreciate it. If there's anything that you want to chat with us about, Give us a call, 858-876-5663. You can email me at askalisa at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Or ask Tony at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. We love you guys. 